You're listening to the Brand Builders Podcast with your hosts, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. Welcome to another episode of the award-winning Brand Builders Podcast powered by the Dunstan Group. My name is Brian Young. We are here with the president of the Dunstan Group, Scott Dunstan, and we are here with Sean McIntosh. Now, Sean is the MLS, that's Major League Soccer's first ever CFO, and it's not a CFO like you think it is. This is a chief fan officer, and I am so excited for to learn a little bit more about Sean, but also to see what are they going to do for Charlotte FC. Charlotte has a major league soccer team, and this is something that I've dreamed about. Now that I have two boys, I cannot wait to not only attend these games. I am a season ticket holder. This is going to be my club, and it's going to be so cool. Uh, Charlotte FC recently announced that they were going to hire a chief fan officer, and I had no idea what that meant. And it's I'm excited to bring on Sean and learn more about this. Now, let's talk a little bit about this. We got the announcement a couple years ago um, that Charlotte FC was going to, to come to Charlotte, which was incredible. Now, the pandemic delayed us about a year, but the fans have not taken any time off getting ready for the inaugural season. That is why the club CFO is ready here. And, and, and he just moved here three weeks ago, and he's getting to work already. We're super excited about it. Now, Sean brings over a decade of pro sports experience to Charlotte after sales and service jobs with Norfolk Admirals hockey team, the Houston Dynamo soccer team, and pro basketball teams in Las Vegas and in Phoenix. He is now building our team right here in Charlotte, Queen City's first MLS team. I am the number one fan, so I'm excited, Sean. Thank you so much for joining us, and let's talk Charlotte FC. Man, what what an introduction. I I appreciate that, uh, fellas. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm excited. I'm particularly excited because it's been great to um, make the, the media tour but uh, when I get to talk to, to soccer fans on the media side, it makes it a little bit better. So I'm excited to chat with both of you, uh, particularly you, Brian, because I, I'm curious to hear how you got into the sport. And uh, it's always nice to have advocates on the media side that get the game. Yeah. So I, go, Scott, before I take yeah, this whole thing I, over. <laughs> we, we talked off air. There is no way I'm going to get a word in here. But before we get into soccer, um, I would like to know, well, say welcome to Charlotte. Uh, we're, we're happy to have you, and it's a, it's a great positive sign that our city is growing and vibrant, and we've got new sports and athletes coming to town, and, and that is just awesome. So before we get into that, have you and your wife gotten settled? You liking the, the new digs and, and the new area? We have, yeah. So uh, my wife, I've got a 10-month-old, and I, I've got a, an 8-year-old English bulldog. We all, all made yes. the trip. We are all moved in. Um, it, it's been nice. This will probably be my first uh, relatively free weekend, so we're excited to explore the city a little bit. Um, and, and everybody, you know, the, the biggest thing that I've learned so far is how warm and welcoming the people are. Um, and that's been really, really extraordinary. So um, I'm excited to continue meeting people um, and explore some of the, the hot spots when it comes to food. Oh, yeah, we got great food in Charlotte. Now, I've been in Charlotte since 2010. I want Tell me a little bit about how you even heard about this position. Um, clearly, you're not going to grow up a Charlotte FC fan since we're brand new. But tell me about how this position came out. How did, how did you become the chief fan officer for Charlotte FC? Yeah, so I, I've been working in professional sports in, in, in different capacities for 13 plus years now. Um, had stints, as you mentioned, I, I've been in the pro hockey side, the, the NBA, the WNBA, experience in Major League Soccer. 
And, and so it's, it's such a tight knit industry. Uh, but I'll, I'll be honest, uh, this was years ago. Uh, my family and my wife's family are all settled in the Virginia Beach, Norfolk area. And so I, I grew up in Italy and soccer was a big part of my life. Grew up playing it, grew up watching it, um, absolutely obsessed with it. And, and I'm a sports fanatic, period, but soccer has a different um, place in my heart. And so for me, uh, I, I spent years telling people that my dream spot would be Charlotte. If Charlotte ever landed a major league soccer team, for me, that's where I wanted to be. Uh, close to home in, in a city uh, where you know my my wife and I have have done our research. Uh, we we saw and heard nothing but positive things, and, and we knew it was one one of the cities being tossed around for many years in Major League Soccer. And so uh, when the club was announced, you know I, I had been in contact with the club about opportunities for you know a year and a half now, and. While I was in Norfolk, I, I was their chief revenue officer overseeing all areas of the business. Like You name it, I was in charge of it. If it, if it wasn't involved in, in player signings, I was you know, involved in it. So um, while I was in Norfolk, you know, I saw this position because the club you know, made a big deal about this and, and put resources in making sure that they had a candidate pool that was really impressive. And so, you know, they promoted it. Uh, they, they did their marketing and I, I saw it, you know, and I had friends reach out to me um, pushing this along as well, knowing good and well that, that this was something um, almost handwritten for me. And so, you know, I absolutely jumped at it, reached out to the club um, and, and went through a pretty extensive interview process that, that I'll be honest was, um, something that I had never been through entirely unique that I, I've never seen in this industry because they included not only your internal stakeholders and not only members of every department here at the club, but externally making sure that our biggest corporate partners were involved in the process, making sure that our fans and our supporters were involved in the process. So for me, that was really telling um, both for, for how important this position was, but also how the club ran and, and how they, they showed me that they were on the path to doing things the right way. Um, so, you know, uh, fortunate enough, pinching myself every day that, uh, because while I, I of course thought I, I was the, the, the person for the job, um, you know, I was just absolutely over the moon and blessed to, to actually land it. And so um, it's, it's been pretty extraordinary. Say so that speaks volumes of you and your ability to communicate and and fulfill a role like this. Congratulations! Thank you. And I'm Thank from you. Elizabeth City, which is about 45 minutes south of Norfolk. So, okay. So I'm an Eastern North Carolina guy and know that area very well. Moved here 21 years ago myself, and it's been an absolute blessing. So yeah, and and, and my wife and I spent spent plenty of time vacationing in uh, in the Outer Banks area. Um, so, you know, while I'm not a, a Charlotte uh, native, um, you know, certainly had plenty of time spent. And we would go uh, to Canes games, uh, you know, as hockey fans. That, that was a much easier trip than um, dealing with that D.C. traffic. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so now, now that we've, we're, we're here in our home base, we're excited to call this home. Welcome. Yeah, I love it. So 
you had asked me how I became a fan of this and I'm, I'm very similar to you. I love sports. Like it's my, it's my jam. I'm, I'm wearing a Braves hat right now. I grew up in Atlanta um, and I grew up playing soccer. And I remember when I, I first made my first travel team when I was 10 years old, there was just a lot of people that was like, you played soccer until you were 10 and then you went and played baseball. You played football, you played basketball. Soccer wasn't quote unquote, the popular sport, right? Soccer's never going to be popular in the South. Well, I was blessed to fall in love with the beautiful game. I remember in 1998, we literally used a video. We recorded every single World Cup game so I could watch the best players play the sport because you didn't have the ability to watch the greatest players in the world. You didn't have the ability to really understand this chess game, understand the complexity, but also the beautifulness of what soccer is. And, and I got that opportunity to, to play throughout you know, my, my, my young career and was blessed to get a scholarship to play college soccer at Georgia Southern. And, and that was the really the next step where I got exposed to the, to the game at a high level and I'm like, this is so cool. I wonder if Atlanta could ever get an MLS team. And we're like, oh, no way. Atlanta fans are the worst, right? <laughs> well, Atlanta got a team, right? And, you know, I, I will be the first one to tell you, I was at Atlanta United's first game. I was at Atlanta United when they won an MLS Cup. I own Atlanta United gear. I will be making the full transition to all Charlotte FC. Sorry, Atlanta people. It is what it is. I've loved you for a couple of years, and I've loved what you've done. But if you look at the roadmap of what it's done for Atlanta, and people in Charlotte might not understand this, it has literally brought an entire community together. It has included everyone. Nobody had to be a soccer fan to love Atlanta United, but when you went to the game, you fell in love with it. I took a former NFL player to the first MLS game in Atlanta. We were in the supporter section. When we walked out, this NFL player who played in the NFL for five years looked at me and said, I have never been to an event that was more fun, that was wild, the fans were crazy, and he became a soccer fan for going for one game. Now he's over here like, we, we got to go to USA games, we got to go do this, and I got to go to Charlotte FC games. And, and that will just give you kind of the excitement for me of what this can bring to our city. Because, yeah, you have your Panthers fans, and you have your Knights fans and your Hornets, and all that's great. I love that. But what people don't realize is you don't have your own local soccer team, right? There's a lot of people that will move here that aren't from Charlotte. You're not going to bring your MLS club with you to Charlotte. Like, this is going to be ours for the entire city. You're not going to see people walk wearing Jets jerseys and Buffalo Bills jerseys around. You're going to see Charlotte FC. And that's what really, really excites me. The second it was announced, the second I could buy season tickets, I did. I'm in 347, row 16. If anybody has season tickets, I'll see you there. <laughs> I cannot wait. But that's kind of my story. And, and I'm just so excited to see not only what you and Nick Kelly can do for this city, but as an avid soccer fan, I am just so excited for what this can bring to our city. And even people that don't understand, I'll never go to a Charlotte FC game. I've heard from a couple people. I'm like, yes, you will. And, and you know why? Because it's going to be the talk of the town. It's going to be so much fun. It's going to be something that you've never experienced. And that's just, you know, kind of a little bit of my background. So, um, and, and in general, obviously you can tell I'm super, super excited, but I want to learn from you, you know, what are we doing as, as a club? What is your role? How can we not only support you, support the club, get the businesses that we work with involved, get the people in this community involved. And that's really, you know, why we wanted to bring you on this podcast is to, is to tell us more about it, but also, you know, let us open the door to be able to help you. Yeah. So uh, for, first um, you, you bring up a really great point and, and what makes major league soccer and this sport really special. So there's two things about 
you know, the way that we can be a driving force for this community. One, it's a global sport. And, and so the diversity, the, the way it speaks to people from all walks of life and, and from around the world is just a little bit different. Um, and, and the other piece that you mentioned is that, look, Major League Soccer is, is not a, a league that's been around for 100 plus years. And, and, and obviously Charlotte FC hasn't been around at all. And so you don't have a ton of people that are in this city. And, and, and there are a lot of transplants in this city that are affiliated diehard with an MLS club, like they may be with an NFL team or an NBA team. And so this is an opportunity to come together, you know, whether you have lived here your entire born and bred, or you just moved here two weeks ago, like myself. You know, we can all come together as one and, and identify as, as Charlotte FC fans. And it speak to us a little bit differently, but ultimately we're able to come together. And, and I think that's really special because, you know, that's been something for me as, as a fan of this game and as a diehard, you know, of, of a club in Italy, that's always been special. I, I've, I've been able to meet and have incredible relationships with people from around the world that support a club, you know, from, from, from a city in Rome and they are ne never stepped foot in Rome. And, and that's just something so special that you're able to connect globally with people. And, and even just in my first couple of weeks on the job messages from people around the world, you know, I've, I've gotten emails from folks literally in different languages and it's been so incredibly inspiring. And, and so, you know, for, for me, ways that, you know, we're working on, on, on things here on the club side, particularly my role is, is to act as, as first the ears and, and listening to um, our community and our fans and our leaders, and then taking that back and acting as that voice and making sure that every meeting that I'm in, and I'm, I'm in a lot of meetings too, uh, where, you know, whether or not it's meeting with our marketing team or our, a ticket sales team or our media or we're with our business intelligence team. You know, I'm always um, in there speaking from a, a little bit of a different perspective, knowing and hearing what's going on with our fans. And, and I'm making sure that's always top of mind, but there are a lot of ways to support this club. And, and, and it's not just look, love. It's incredible. Love to see that you've got season tickets with the club. And that's, you know, certainly one big way to, to support. Uh, obviously our supporters groups, you know, are, are, are a massive way to support and they're going to be a big part of, of driving that fan experience. Um, but there are other ways to support. We've got our uh, community captains program, which is a really big one. Those are folks in the, the, the business, the nonprofit. Those are folks that are, leaders in their respective communities because this in order for this club to be successful it is not going to be about everything that we do internally this is about coming together as a community so there is no way you know i'm going to be successful in my role or we're going to be successful as a club without the help of the community and so programs like our community captains is, is really special because that is a chance for us to speak to leaders, understand what's going on, and then support them uh, in communities that we just can't get to all the time. Believe it or not, like we, 
We don't have endless resources. We don't have a staff of a thousand people. And so if we're going to make this the best uh, in MLS and beyond, it's going to take us coming together as, as a community in the Carolinas to do it. And so me, it's, it's reaching out, it's, it's hearing, it's understanding what's going out there. So, you know, for you guys that know of events and that know things that I don't know, that's where I always ask for, for that feedback. Hey, reach out, let us know. How can we support? Um, because it is going to take a community to make this thing work. Yeah, I love that. You mentioned that um, that you support, obviously you grew up in Italy and you support uh, a team in Rome. I can probably guess who that is. But I'll give you a little bit of a background in my story. So when I grew up and played college soccer, you couldn't watch the English Premier League. You couldn't watch these different leagues in Europe. Maybe one game a month on a Wednesday at 2.30. You really couldn't follow the club. And then about in 2010, 2011, you could really start to follow that club. So I became a Fulham supporter uh, in, in England, and, and I love them. Like, they are my club now. Um, I actually run the official supporters group for the United States that's been affiliated directly with the club. I've been on all these podcasts. To have a team in London that not only respects the American fan, which is hard to do for some people in Europe, but to embrace them and to allow us to feel like we're part of their family is exactly what you were just saying is it doesn't matter where you are located in the world. You guys are going to be able to create this connection and this really this bear hug around them to make them feel like they're part of that. And that's why if you live in Charlotte, you should be so blessed to be able to have this new opportunity. And it's going to open up your eyes to not only this amazing sport, but what that can do for our community. And you will get to meet people that you've never met before. If you've ever stayed in your little bubble of friends or you don't go out a lot or you haven't branched out to the different areas of this city, go to one Charlotte FC game and you will see how diverse the Charlotte region is. And that's what I think the gold is of this entire thing. Look, we want to win, right? That's fantastic. But I, I just, if you go to Atlanta and see what it's done, a city that literally to me was so divided it blows my mind when you go in there and see people of every color, race, creed, it doesn't matter, every age coming together and loving it. And it's just going to be a beautiful thing in Bank of America Stadium. I can't wait. So that's all I got. Yeah, and, and, and another, <laughs> no, another great point to add is that, um, and again, I, I grew up following a club and I'm very passionate about, um, you know, my, my Serie A club is, is Lazio and um I don't get to see them play in person. And I've, I've, you know, friends of English Premier League clubs, Bundesliga, La Liga, like you name it. And, and, and you know, your quote unquote Euro snob that maybe won't <laughs> give Major League Soccer a try for whatever reason. Um, but, you know, for me, I, I've, I've always found that, um, quite frankly, a little bit silly because I, I'm, I'm a fan of the game, period. And so, I, and, and that game, not only what happens on the pitch, but in the stands and that experience of going to a soccer match. And I don't get to fly to Rome every weekend to, to experience that. And so I've always been a big advocate of supporting your local club, regardless of league. When I was in Vegas, I was going to Las Vegas Lights games in the USL. And, and, and for me, I love that experience. Well, it, it, go to NWSL matches. They're incredible. Like support your local club. And, and that's such a big part of this game is that community and coming together. Uh, and, and, and if you want this thing to be 
you know, the likes of an English Premier League, well, it, it it's come out and make it that, right? Like come out and, and be a part of making that experience something special um, that we can grow and build so that you can look back on and say you were part of it, you know, in this case with Charlotte FC from, from the ground floor. So, um, you know, that, that's always been something I've been big on as a soccer fan, especially one that, you know, did not start out as a, an MLS fan. I, I grew up as a kid in Italy and, and I had my club and I came over here and, yeah, I got a chance to continue watching games. Like, absolutely, I, I was all for it. It's kind of funny. I went to my first MLS game back in the 90s, and we spray-painted uh, Go Tampa Bay Mutiny on our chest. We were at a church um, mission trip, and uh, that game actually went to uh, overtime, and they did penalty kicks from midfield. Do you remember this back in the day? I do I remember mean, that, the, the running shootout. <laughs> yeah, those, those, were, um, those were, you know interesting and that's part of the the history and, and those are things too that while, while you know you, it, they can be divisive as as soccer fans that you know this is a rich traditional uh sport but for me I, i've always found it inspiring that the league has been so open to to trying new things and, and you know fans get up in arms but changes are made a, across the pond to this game all the time and and so um yeah, I've always found it inspirational that, that the league's at least been willing to try some different things. Some have, have fallen flat on their face and, and some, you know, continue to be a part of the history, but um, at least they're trying. Yeah. What's your favorite part of the job so far? The fa- my favorite part is meeting people in person. Um, so just having conversations, and I, I've said this over and over again, like I, I'm open to feedback in, in any number of ways, whether it's on social media or, or emails, but my favorite part is just getting out and, and having conversations like this or meeting people in, in person and just getting to hear their stories. So that's, that's why the first question I asked was, how'd you become a fan? Like, tell me about, you know, your background and, and how you fell in love with the game, because you know, whether or not I'm working for this club and getting paid for it, um, those are questions I'm, I've. I'm just always having when I hear somebody as a fan, I, I think that's such a, a fun conversation to have. And it's always something that, again, makes, makes, makes sports really special because that is something that across generations, across races, gender, uh, culture, you know, when, when you're able to find somebody that, that either is a, a fan of a club that's a rival or, or, or a fan of your club, just ways that all of a sudden connect people um, especially, you know, now that we live in a world that seems to be more divisive than ever, you know, there, there are things that bring us together and, and sports in particular soccer, uh, is, is certainly one of them. Yeah. It, it's so cool to see the, you know, your, your, your club. I was actually up at the Ryder cup up in Wisconsin and saw a guy in a Charlotte FC polo. And I was like, I just got so excited. You know, I was like, this is crazy. Right. I, I would have probably done the same thing if it was on the street here in Charlotte, um, but that is pretty cool. I want to know, you know, from you, what would you tell someone that that isn't a soccer fan? Like Scott's not going to go, be over here and say like that he is a soccer fan. He's not a soccer fan, but, but it might become. But he might be yeah, exactly. And I, that's the I question. I love the energy Brian has around. Yeah, and 100%. that percent. And that's the question, right? Like, what would you tell people that are the Nah, I'm never going to follow soccer guys or girls. And how could you encourage them to to give it a shot? Well, so, so part of it is, is asking questions because everybody's reason is going to be a little bit different. So I'm always curious to hear why, right? Like, yeah. And, and, and you'll, you'll typically hear a lot of this, the same things, maybe uh, uh, not enough scoring, right? Like, like that's one you hear, like a soccer is boring. 
And, you know, that's always an interesting one because what you, you may have a game and three, one, three, two. And, and, you know, if you, you, you equate that to a football score and if you're tacking on seven points for each one, it's, it, it's not that low scoring. Um, certainly the game is nuanced too. So for me, again, it's going to take a little bit of time for somebody to get what's happening, but um, part of the intrigue is, is some of the tactics, but for me, it, it would be having the conversation with people and understanding why. And, and ultimately it's like anything, give it a, give it a shot. I think the biggest thing for a, a non-soccer fan to, to come out and, and give it a try is the experience. I mean, right. If, if you're not a sports fan and, and don't want to be around people, period, well then, yeah, maybe we're not for you. Right? <laughs> but, but, but if you are a sports fan and, and you're just not a soccer fan, yeah, I'd ask you, what are those things that, that make you a sports fan? Like, what do you love about going to games? And, and I can probably assure you that you're going to get a lot of that experience, um, maybe even better. And, and so if you love being around people, if you love a community, if you love competition, um, what makes soccer so unique is that experience is entirely driven by fans. So you can be an active participant, you know, versus, and I'm a huge, huge NBA guy. So this is no knock. It's just different. But when you go to an NBA game, you're pumping in the music and, and, and you're, you're being given what that experience is, you know, which is fun, but in soccer, you are the active participant. It's driven by our supporters, and that's what makes it really unique. Um, so I would encourage anybody to come out and, and give it a shot because um, you'll find maybe that your your preconceived notions of it are very different. So I, uh, I want to ask you, I had the opportunity to meet Nick Kelly um, actually at a day that you guys – we got to see our seats, and then we got to go on the field and take a picture – and it's me and my son, and my son's holding the ball. And, it, you know, I had my, my, the young family up on the big jumbotron, and I'm definitely getting that framed um, eventually. But Nick actually played football at Marshall with my best friend, Jonathan Dudley, who was a kicker as well. And he's actually has the season tickets next to me. So he's here in Charlotte. Tell me what it's been like um, to work with Nick. You know, what is Nick bringing to the table as the president? I've been very impressed with what he's been able to do, obviously, as a phenomenal background. And I know you've only been around him for a little while. Uh, but tell us a little bit more about, you know, really the leader and the president of Charlotte FC. Yeah, I mean, he, he's, he's, a, he's a bright individual. You know, that, that stands out right away. I mean, you know, he's, he's got a vision and um, he is somebody that thinks outside of the box. And he is somebody that, that certainly has uh, aspirations and, and has surrounded himself by really uh, talented people that all want great things. And I think, you know, when, when I went through the interview process, that was one of the biggest things that stood out to me was the quality of people at this club, the talent level, and that everybody has that same passion for this. I mean, you walk in and you feel it. And, and you, you quite frankly have to have that because launching a club is, is a lot of work. And so um, he is somebody that, that wants to surround himself with great people. And, and he's certainly a, a visionary and it's super talented at, at, at leading. Um, so it's, it's been um, really great. And, and I'm excited to continue learning from somebody like him. That's so cool. So uh, I have a, a personal question, but I'm sure there's a lot of people that want to know this as well. When is the kit dropping? When can we buy this? <laughs> that's that's a, a great question. <laughs> um, so, you know, 
Stay tuned um, <laughs> is is the answer. Um, obviously, that's one of, that's going to be one of our, our key moments as a club. So you know, behind the scenes, we're preparing for what that's going to look like awesome. um, in terms of an event announcement, uh, making sure that it's big because it is a big moment for us as a club. And so, you know, stay tuned. I will. I, I, um, to give you an example of, uh, of bringing people to the sport, me and my brother will be going to the USA Mexico world cup qualifier in a couple of weeks. This will be our fourth USA world cup world cup qualifier in a row that we've been to. And that's over obviously a span of, you know, 16 years or something. Um, when me and my brother first went, there were two of us. Now, when we're going to this one, we will have over 18 and, wow. and it's, it's people that came to one and then said, I will never miss that again. Right. And it's just duplicated. So if anybody's out there, that's not a soccer fan, you're not interested. Look, I have season tickets. I'm not telling, I telling you, I can take all of you, but if you reach out to me, I will take you to a game. I'll take you to a game, give you the experience. And I promise you, if you give it a shot, it will be something that you'll do again. And the other thing, if you are a parent with kids, this is going to be something that's affordable, but it's also going to be something that is quick. It's 45-minute halves. This is two hours. You come in 30 minutes before, bing, bong, bang, 45 minutes of action. Everybody goes to the bathroom. You grab a beer. 45 minutes later, you're gone. 7 p.m., you're out of there by 9 p.m. This is not like a four-and-a-half-hour NFL experience. It's not like a five-hour baseball game. This is perfect for kids, especially ones that have short attention spans like both of mine. So... Yeah, I mean, it's a big reason why I'd say uh, this league is, is primed to continue and, and this sport continue growing in this country um, is because that experience, look, we're, we're all, you know, in the entertainment industry, we're all competing for, for time. That's the most valuable resource anybody has. And so for us to be so um, quick and, and the fact that, um, you know, there's, there's not 50 timeouts in the last two minutes of, of a game that extend it. Uh, you're not getting uh, TV timeouts and commercial breaks. It is truly like you are watching the game and boom, you're in and out, uh, which, which makes, you know, for a smooth fan experience, um, which I think is only primed to help this league continue to grow. Last question for you. Before we, uh, we start to, to, to wind this down, we have the Mexican national team that's coming here on October 27th. I feel like they've played here 172 times, and we have never had the U.S. national team. When are we going to see our country play in Charlotte? Ooh. Well, I, I wish I was, was the one that could pull those strings for sure, uh, but that's, that's a federation uh, decision, and a lot of that is all pre-planned out years and years in advance so um, I'm actually hoping to I know you mentioned being at the USA Mexico match I'm actually hoping to be at that game myself as well in Cincinnati so um, yeah you know uh, we, we we love to see it um, but uh, I, I don't have that say um, certainly hope uh, one day you know we, we can make that happen definitely well I we might have um, we got lucky in the lottery so we might have some extra tickets if you want to talk Okay. I'll let, you, I'll let you know. Um, we'll talk offline about that. But um, that would be an awesome experience as well. And, you know, Sean, I can't wait to meet you in person. Um, I'm super excited for the passion, the energy, really everything that you're bringing to the table. I'm so excited for, for what David Tepper's been able to do and Nick Kelly and the whole entire team and all the work that you're doing behind the scenes will be so appreciated next, uh, next spring when the season kicks off. 
I know there's so many people that are excited about it. And hopefully, you know, this podcast and what you're being able to do will get people that aren't excited about it, excited about it. And I think that's something that this city, you know, if we really wrap our arms around Charlotte FC and we support them, this is going to be something that's going to blow your minds. And, uh, and I don't say that just because I'm a soccer fan. I've just seen it in multiple different cities. And I, I just, this city is primed for this at the exact time. And it's, uh, it's something I'm obviously thrilled about. So, <laughs> Yes, sir. So before we let you go, Sean, what can businesses do? How can they get in contact with you? What's the best way to make that connection? If businesses are excited about getting into, or, you know, excited about being connected with Charlotte FC, maybe through a sponsorship opportunity or tickets or any of that, what's the best way to get in contact with you and get in contact with the club? Yeah, so uh, email, first and foremost, uh, chief fan officer at charlottefootballclub.com. You can certainly hit me up on Twitter at charlottefc underscore CFO. And, and, and I mentioned we've got a number. This isn't just uh, ticket sales as a way to get involved. You know, I mentioned we've, we've got student ambassador programs. We've got, we've got our community captain. So if you are interested in, in being a part of this club and helping us and truly being a partner, uh, shoot me a note. Happy to talk through it. Happy to get you involved. Absolutely love it. Scott, thank you for letting me just take the entire interview. Yeah, it's all good, man. <laughs> Sean, we are uh, we are thankful you're here and, and really excited. And I promise you, I'm coming to a game with Brian, and uh, I'm, yeah. re- I'm really looking forward to it. It will be awesome. No, we're, yes, we're excited to host you guys, and, and you know I'm excited to meet you both in person um, next time. And really appreciate the time to chat about this club and myself. And uh, thank you for the support because, you know, what you guys do matters in a big way for us. And it's going to take leaders in the community like yourselves to help us you know, grow this club to, to where we want it to be. Thank you so much. I love it. You know, we as a business of the Dunstan Group have been blessed to be able to work with the Carolina Panthers for over eight, nine, ten years probably. Uh, and definitely would love the opportunity to support Charlotte FC as well. So I'll be in contact. We'll get you into our showroom. You know, check that out in our new studio as we get moved into our brand new location. But, Sean, again, thank you so much for not only, you know, coming into this city, you know, moving your entire family and your 10-month-old. I got a three- and a one-year-old. That is not easy. I would not want to move with a 10-month-old. So congrats on um, on all of that. Congrats on the new position. And and like I said, I'm so excited, and, and I really – I just can't wait. I, I don't know what else to say. So um, and until uh, until next time, you've been listening to this episode of the Brand Builders Podcast, and be sure to check out Charlotte FC. You've been listening to the Brand Builders Podcast, brought to you by the Dunstan Group with your host, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. For branded merchandise and apparel that makes first impressions and ones that last, check out the Dunstan Group at dunstangroup.com.